Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello there, Power Partners. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we are here together once again to celebrate on Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. Well, so much has happened in a week. It's been a crazy week of, of incredible extreme temperatures here in California. We're having 106 to about 114 degree weather, depending if you're north or south or inland or wherever Arizona is experiencing the same and hotter. And of course, the terrible floods in Texas and Hurricane Harvey um, and everything that's going on in the Gulf there between Texas and Louisiana. Our hearts go out to all of these people who have been displaced. And we wanted to announce that Be The Star You Are, the volunteers, the reporters, the hosts, we have launched Operation Hurricane Harvey Disaster Relief to, um, to help those people who are in shelters or who don't have who really have been sent out of their homes and have lost so much. So we're taking donations now. We're going to be working with a local churches, fire departments, and organizations to get books, games, puzzles, things that will offer some hope after the first responders have gotten in there and given everybody food and shelter and clothing and all the things that they they need to survive, then we want to help them with a little bit of entertainment to help those hours go by while they're collecting themselves. You can go to Be The Star You Are Charity, and that's uh, org. There's a PayPal button there. You'll see information on Operation Hurricane Harvey Disaster Relief. Uh, also, we are taking checks at Be The Star You Are, P.O. Box 376, Moraga, California, 94556. You will receive a, a tax-deductible receipt. If you pay by PayPal, you get your receipt um, instantly. If you pay by check, you will get your receipt as soon as we receive your uh, donation. But 
you know, think with your heart. This could be happening to anywhere, anyone, any place. And the one thing I give uh, ever, I give us credit for, be the star you are, is since the 9/11 uh, terrorist attacks in 2001, be the star you are has participated with an Operation Disaster Relief for every major U.S. disaster, and that includes fires, floods, tornadoes, cyclones, and several hurricanes that have uh, trans, um, you know, transpired throughout the, the years. So it's, I, it just takes my breath away to think of what the people are going through, and that makes me very, very sad. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are. That is sponsoring Operation Disaster Relief. Again, the website, bethestarur.org. And this is from the film, The Answer Man. What good are the gifts we have if we don't share them? And I think that's very appropriate considering what's going on. So whatever you have, let's share. Let's, you know, let's be human about it. Well, today's show is filled with more information and hopefully a little bit of humor as well. We're going to be talking about baby breathing and how your breath is so critical to how you leave, to how you live. Also about the wild kingdom and with this climate change that's happening, what's happening with all the animals that are kind of coming around and getting into getting into our houses and causing damage, etc. We're also going to be talking about naked ladies, and you will just have to listen to find out about them, how they are just dancing in the sunshine and waving in the wind. And But right now, I want to talk to you about debt collectors because it is very frustrating when we have any kind of consumer credit or we think we've paid a bill and then all of a sudden we get maybe years after something in the mail that's saying that we still owe money. Well, collection agencies often buy up delinquent loans or unpaid bills, and it's usually from many, many years ago. And then they demand payment from the debtors. But these are called zombie debts, and these collection agencies They try to bring these debts back to life, but they're often so old that those of us who might have them don't have any memory of the bills, and they don't even know if they were paid or not. Now, the collection agencies also might add some really steep fees and penalties, and of course, sometimes they uh, target the wrong person, and they start harassing somebody who simply might have the debtor's name, but they are not part of the people who have the debt. Now, oftentimes, some of these collection agencies are even going after debts that could have been paid. For example, hospital, a hospital bill. I can remember, oh, this is a few years back that there was an emergency room bill that I had that insurance I thought had paid and then it turned out insurance hadn't paid. And anyway, it came to me about eight months later and so I paid it. But by that time, they had, they had turned it over to a collection agency. So I paid the hospital and supposedly the debt was paid. And then several years later, like five or six years later, I get all these calls and it, I mean the bill was like um, 
I think it was like a $87 or something like that. It might have even been 37 Anyway, it wasn't a whole lot of money, but the point is, is that I could not get these debtors off my back, even though I called the hospital and they had a record that it was paid. They had already sold the debt. So it's very, very irritating when that happens. So what I wanted to do today is to give you some ammunition. If you get a call from a collection agency about money that it says that you owe from years ago, what you can do as opposed to just getting frustrated and and feeling helpless or yelling back or whatever it is. First of all, the best thing to do is to request a letter. Say and try to do everything in a calm, you know, voice. Sometimes these debt collectors can get rather nasty, and uh, supposedly you're supposed to be able to say, you know, do not call here again, but that doesn't mean they won't. So, what you'd want to say is, would you please send me the details about this debt in writing? It's not convenient for me to discuss this right now. So, collection agencies usually phone, but the federal law requires that they provide details in writing if you so request it and they have to provide those details within five days. Now they are also barred from calling when it is inconvenient for the debtor. So what you can always say to end the call is to say it is not convenient for me to talk to you right now. Now on the flip side of this I do also want to warn you as probably I don't need to warn you, you probably already know, is that we have to be very careful about any of these calls because these so-called debtors could also be just a scam, just trying to get your money. That's why you never want to talk to them. You want to get off the phone as as quickly as possible, and you want to tell them to send it in writing. And if they ask for your address, you don't give it to them. You say you should have that information, so send it to the information that you have. And if obviously, if you don't get anything, it probably was a scam. So the warning here is, even if you know that the debt is yours, don't admit this fact and don't agree to even make a partial payment or a tiny payment or whatever. Because what happens if you do that is it resets the clock on the statute of limitation laws. And then that makes it possible for collectors to sue you over this debt. Now, Don't believe a debt collector who claims that you'll face additional penalties if you don't immediately make at least a partial payment. Now, this is an an absolute lie. Um, You do not have to do that. And even if the collection agency tax on additional penalties, it's almost certainly will agree to waive that penalty when you eventually agree to pay the debt. So, Again, don't ever pay immediately. Wait for that letter to come in the mail, and then definitely you verify it. Now, when you get the letter, if you have any doubt at all about the validity or the veracity or the size of the debt, you really need to research it. And I know it's just very irritating, but go through your old bank or your credit card records Um, you know, if you had loan payment receipts or contact the original biller and try to determine whether the debt is truly yours and whether you have already paid. Sometimes that could be the easier road. In my case, for example, by calling the hospital, um, 
because I remembered that I had paid that bill. But, you know, all these receipts are long, they're in files, um, and they're long, you know, stashed away in storage. So it was much easier to contact the hospital, talk to the billing department, give them the information that they required, and they had everything digitally um, stored. So it was really easy for them to find the that uh, the bill that I had paid already. And then they were actually able to help me with getting this zombie debtor off of my back. And um, so that's, that's a little bit, that's one thing that you can do. Now, try to confirm the size of the debt, especially if you call that, if you call the company, the original company, because with those collection agencies, as I said, they usually are tacking on lots of different fees and, you know, extra penalties that you, you may not, be um, you may not have to pay at all and they may not be due and it may not be necessary so you want to find out what the original bill was and then you want to find out what the statute of limitations is on the debt because it's possible it even expired and then once it expires it expires so these laws do vary by state and they and they vary by the type of the debt but in many cases, the collection agency may not have any legal grounds to go after you to recover these debts. So it's possible that you, whether it was a debt that you had or whether it was a debt that you have already taken care of, it's possible that you've, you know, that the statute's gone and there's nothing that anybody can do to come after you again. So find out what the statute of limitations is in your state for any kind of debt. Now, um, the other thing is, is, if the debt went into default more than four to six years ago, usually the collection agency is not allowed to sue you for repayment. Now, there are exceptions, of course. And if you live um, in a different state than you did when you originally incurred the debt, it might be especially difficult to determine whether the statute of limitations has expired because in these cases, it would be up to the courts to decide which of the uh, states the law would abide by. I doubt very much if any court's going to or anybody's going to uh, go after you for a small little debt. Obviously, for big things, they would. But you just want to be uh, really cautious about it. Now, in some cases, the original biller might have designated in a contract you signed that the laws of a different state would apply. Now, that, that might be if you are defaulting on a loan, for example, a car loan or something that's big. You might have a contract. Now, the fact that the statute of limitations may have expired so that you can't be leg legally sued for repayment doesn't mean that you don't have a moral obligation, though, to pay a debt you owe. And that's where integrity comes in. It does dramatically improve your negotiation, your negotiation if you can determine whether or not you truly owe the money, obviously, or if the collection agency is just trying to tack on penalties and fees. So you might want to do something like this. You can enter the following into a search engine. And it'll produce details for many, although not all state, statutes of limitations. So if you type in site, in quotation marks, site 
colon nationallist.com, the name of your state, and then in quotation marks, statute of limitations, and then the words consumer debt, you'll probably get some helpful information. You can send the collection agency a certified letter explaining why the debt is not owed, or you can call and negotiate a payment if it is a debt you owe. If the debt's not yours or already has been paid, explain this as simply as possible in your letter. For example, this debt is not mine, you have the wrong person, or my records indicate this debt was paid on January 17th, you know, 2017. Uh, I have records that, that indicate this include enclosed as a copy of the check. And if you do that, be sure to include the evidence that the debt um, has been paid. And if the debt is not yours, then you probably want to include some information that would show that too. Or um, that the statute of limitations has expired. You can also write, on this letter, do not contact me again and make sure that you save a copy. And once you've told a collection agency not to contact you again, they are legally barred from doing so unless it needs to inform you that they are actually suing you. Now, if a debt is valid, you want to totally talk to them to negotiate before you pay anything. Collection agencies will often reduce balances including interest and fees on old, old debts. And if the statute of limitation on the debt has expired, you are in an especially powerful negotiating position because you can make it clearer to the agency that you know about the expiration, you know you're not obligated to pay anything. However, because you have a moral compass, you're going to pay X amount. What to do in these cases is insist on a written confirmation that once you make the negotiated payment, that the debtor's balance will be listed as zero and do not send any payment until you have received this confirmation. And since there's no clear-cut rule or law governing email in an attempt to collect a debt, it's best to write a letter and send it by certified mail with return receipt. Then if the collection agency sues you um, and you have to show up in court to challenge, the collection agencies are required to sue in a court system that is geographically convenient for the debtor. And you do not necessarily need to hire a lawyer. I mean, obviously, it depends on how much you owe and what the circumstances are. But many consumers who show up in court to plead their case are successful in having the debt dismissed. However, here is the caveat. If you don't show up, what usually happens is the the judge would issue a default judgment, and they do this in the collection agency's favor. And even if the debt's not legitimate, you may end up paying. So those are just a little bit of information about some debt collection, and I hope it helps you, uh, you know, especially with any zombie debts. But be on the alert. No, don't ever pay anything over the phone unless you have initiated the contact and you know who you're calling. And first, do your homework so that you can find out what bills you might owe and double check that you have not already paid them. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be back with some naked ladies when we come back. Don't go away. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow 
us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAE639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save $20 today with coupon code VAE639 at Freshly.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we're back. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Once again, we want to encourage you to go to bethestaryouare.org. Make a donation to help the victims of Hurricane Harvey. I was just during the break looking at the stock market. Looks like it was really up today. So hopefully all of you who have uh, invested in anything have a few more dollars and maybe you can can spare a a little bit of change to help those in need. Again, bethestarur.org. Well, this is a, a quote from unknown i don't know who wrote it but i loved it it was those who danced were thought insane by those who could not hear the music so in life do you hear the music or do you kind of sometimes feel insane well dancing in the breeze naked ladies are south african natives in the amaryllis belladonna family they have bare unadorned stems that turn their faces to the sunshine 
No, it's not human. These are plants. Sorry, everyone who might have thought differently, but they are so lovely. They have long, straight necks and perfect pink throats. And the naked ladies, they brighten, really brighten up just every late summer landscape. Now, in the hot climates, they bloom at the same time as agapanthus, and that makes for a really lovely yin-yang interaction of pinks and blues. And when little else is blooming because of the heat, you know, it's just that blazing summer sun. And for those who live in uh, deer-prone areas, the deer have dined on just about all other garden delicacies. These toxic bulbs of naked ladies can always be counted on to put on a really brilliant ballet. Now, in winter and spring, the bulbs grow leaves that are glossy and super spear-shaped, and they are often mistaken for agapanthus because they really look—they look like them. I mean, but. In the summer, the leaves die back and only the heads of the bulbs can be seen. And miraculously, one morning you walk into your garden and you see a sprouted leafless stem soon followed by a pretty pink face. Now, naked ladies, they'll bloom for four to six weeks. They sway to the music of the wind. But as soon as the blooms fade, you got to cut the stalk back to the ground since the plant is now dormant. And it's the time to divide the clumps to replant the bulbs wherever you want a patch of naked ladies for the next year. Now, if you scatter the seeds that come from the flowers, they may germinate, but it'll probably um, take them six years to flower, even though they'll germinate in like two weeks or so. Interestingly, they when you see a clump of the bulbs, it almost looks like a dinosaur's back or a turtle or something. I mean, they really, they, they're just the best bumpy kind of, I can't quite explain it without you looking at me right now as I'm working my hands. There are all these bumps that are on the ground, and they're not fussy at all to grow. Uh, they can be planted in gravel, in dirt, or in rich soil, as long as they are planted in the sunshine. They just love to dance in the sun. And uh, they'll, uh, they'll last for many years, and they don't need much care at all. I mean, absolutely nothing except for cutting them back. Once established, you can just water them very minimally, so they're really great for drought areas. And uh, they are great as a cut flower as well. Now, a single bulb will multiply into this big clump of bulbs, but the clumps don't travel very far. So if you want them to be all around your yard, you're going to have to dig up different bulbs and plant them all around your yard. It's best to plant in groups as as opposed to a row, because otherwise that's the way you're going to have it, is just a row. So if you want to really have it kind of a spectacular show, maybe plant them in a circle, and then they'll probably just fill in. They um, they also are a specimen that um, that goes well with other plants in your garden because it's as I said earlier is they leaf out in the winter and they just fill the garden with these really pretty glossy spear shaped leaves and then uh, after they're done blooming they are you know you cut them down and there's nothing there. But I just have found, because we have so many deer around here, that after the deer have eaten all the roses and everything else, they don't get close to these belladonna, these naked ladies. So it's really great to have them in the garden. 
Now, they're not the only thing, though, that are strutting their stuff in our yards right now. We have a lot of wildlings or wild things. It's raccoons and deer and skunks and coyotes and squirrels and turkeys. They are really, really in abundance here uh, in California at the moment. As I was driving home, a family of three deer, they were eating my gladioli on my driveway. And I see them roaming daily throughout the neighborhood. It's a mother and her two little fawns. And they're just darling, but they're not afraid of cars and they're not afraid of people. And they just munch on everything edible. And then... The coyotes, I feel like we are in New Mexico or, or Arizona or Oklahoma or something. There are so many coyotes out here now, and they howl uh, as soon as dusk starts. And there's, their howling is eerie. And w- then you see them actually running through neighborhoods. And I'm not talking about country roads. I'm talking about neighborhoods where there are sidewalks and street lamps and schools and just recently well I saw this really big mangeing coyote it was just hanging out on the sidewalk by the local elementary school now that could be really dangerous because you hopefully you know they don't have rabies or something but you know coyotes have been known to take uh, small children small dogs and cats rabbits all of that so Keep uh, keep your children <laughs> close when uh, these critters are outside. Outside my back door, for some reason, I I open went to open my door and there was a skunk. It was sniffing around right in search of food. I immediately shut the door. The skunk paid no attention to me. It was a a striped skunk. You know, you have spotted and striped skunks. Well, this is a striped. When he was as cute as could be, didn't raise its tail, didn't release its musk, thank goodness. But no sooner had it slinked away and I thought, okay, well, now it's safe to go outside. It was hot. I wanted to go sit outside. I opened the door and there's a huge raccoon in the same place. I mean, huge raccoon. So I'm trying to debate. I don't know how to keep these out of my yard. I think everything's hun- you know, hungry and hunting for food. But these nocturnal creatures, they are gorgeous to admire from behind glass, but I certainly don't want to approach them. I did take some pictures, but... Um, Boy, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be very good to get sprayed by a skunk or you know attacked by a raccoon. So for you, just make sure to remove any pet food from outside. Tighten your garbage can lids to avert their nightly inv- invasions, and um, don't forget that the squirrels are going to ravage any fruit trees, like you know, or the grapes if you have grapes because grapes are ripe now. And uh, turkeys, oh my gosh. Even if you have a fence, you cannot stop the parade of turkeys flying into your yard. Perhaps if you have dogs, dogs outside will keep the turkeys away. But I have a family of about 30 now, and they actually fly into my Asian pear. Some of them stay on the bottom. Some of them get in the tree, and then they knock the fruit off to those on the bottom, and then they eat them. There's about two dozen chicks with them. So the re- only reward I get from having all these wild things in my yard is I ha- do have a, a beautiful collection of feathers, and so that's kind of fun. So nature is definitely alive at the moment, and um, we have to be grateful for that, and also grateful if we're not flooding or we're not 
burning up. Um, climate change is definitely happening regardless of all the naysayers. Something is going on. So there's a mid-month uh, guide that you should be watching out for, the Mosquito Watch. Did you know that mosquitoes, they are the most deadly creatures on the planet? Except for Maine, West Nile virus transmitted by mosquitoes has been reported in all the states of the continental United States. Now, Zika is the most recent mosquito-borne disease to infect, to infect humans, and obviously you've heard it causes birth defects. In Asia... There's Japanese encephalitis, which is a deadly, deadly, <laughs> a, a very deadly um, um, disease. Encephalitis is a swelling of the brain. And the sad part about Japanese encephalitis is you can get a vaccine for it. In fact, because I'm so paranoid of all these mosquitoes, because mosquitoes love me, I got the vaccine. I have uh, I got the first one. I have to have a second one this next week. You have to get them a month apart. But but if you should get bit by a, a mosquito that is infected with Japanese encephalitis, unless you've had the vaccine, there is no cure. Your chances of survival are pretty minimal, probably less than 10%. You, the, evidently, the pain and suffering is immense, and you lose um, control of your limbs, etc. So anytime you are going to, and if you do survive, those 10% of people who survive have very serious side effects for the rest of their life. So, you know, if you're going to be traveling, you definitely want to check into what kind of critters and bugs are out there and um, and then get any kind of vaccination that is possible. As you know, malaria has been a global killer for centuries. As vectors for diseases, mosquitoes transmit dengue fever, uh, chickamauga, and dog heartworms. So your dogs can die also from a mosquito bite. Now, mosquitoes are attracted to carbon dioxide. So people with a high metabolism create more CO2 and they attract more mosquitoes. So I must have a high metabolism and I must have a lot of CO2. And here are some things that you can do to keep these pesky, biting, disease-filled flyers away. First of all, empty all your standing water from any vessel. That's, you know, from a container, from underneath your pots. Uh, If you have animals outside, change the water frequently. If you have ponds or uh, fountains, make sure to add dunks. If you have a vector control in your county, and you have a um, a mosquito problem, you should call them. Many will at least give you free mosquito fish. In some counties, they come in spray. You can apply DEET to all your exposed areas of your skin. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention indicate that lemon uh, oil of lemon eucalyptus can be as effective as low doses of DEET. However, it needs to be reapplied every 15 to 20 minutes. So for people who say, oh, I only am going to use an organic product, you can use oil of lemon eucalyptus, but just remember, it's four times an hour. You have to apply it over your entire body. Sunscreens and repellent combinations are not as effective, so they're not recommended. You should use a sunscreen and a repellent, so not a combination um, product. And then there's repellent clothing, such as insect shield. 
And that might be a worthwhile investment. I just went and I bought a couple of shawls and some leggings and a sweatshirt. And I just, and the prices were really reasonable. And I thought, well, I'm going to try it. And so far, so good. The cool thing is, is that if you're going on a trip, like if you're going to the Caribbean or Mexico or South America or Asia or anywhere where there are a lot of mosquitoes, probably the southern United States, uh, any place where there's flooding, any place where there's a lot of water or jungle or, um, you know, kind of heat, tropical areas, you're going to want to protect yourself from pests. So you can visit Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and look at their Traveler's Health page. That is www.nc.cdc.gov forward slash travel. And if you're interested in that clothing I was talking about, go to insectshield.com. There's not a huge selection. There's only a few things. But the great thing about it is everything can be washed over 70 times. So um, it should be, you know, plenty, you know, plenty of washings before that, that um, the pest, that not the pesticide, before the um the pest repellent wears out. The good thing is there's no smell, there's no scratchiness, there's no feel difference. It just seems like regular clothing. Now, pinch back any annuals and perennials to increase your continual blooms until next winter. Deadhead your roses and dahlias. Hang a basket of yellow and red petunias on your patio for some instant dazzle. And photograph the crepe modal trees that are blooming because they are really spectacular at this uh, time. Think about deep soaking if you have redwood trees or magnolia trees, especially during the hot weather, because that is something that is really important to do. And again, by all means, just make sure that if you are uh, going to be traveling, that you check out the Center for Disease Control. Now, I was reading, speaking of this hot weather, I don't know about you, but I just love ice cream. I've always loved ice cream, and I like real ice cream. I don't want the non-fat or low-fat or any of that, Um, and I don't really like frozen yogurt. I like regular yogurt, but I was just reading in Time Magazine about the scoop on ice cream's health food origins. And I, of course, I loved it. It says that ice cream that is marketed as a healthy choice is just the rage right now. And while products like Halo Top, which this summer was the low-calorie brand, it was the nation's top-selling pint, they're rather new. But ice cream has a long history of pitching itself as a health food. So as far back as the 18th century, Italian physician Filippo Baldini recommended eating cinnamon ice cream to relieve aches, chocolate ice cream to feel happier, and lemon ice cream to settle upset stomachs. Then starting in the mid-19th century, drugstore soda fountains offered up ice cream sodas as a chaser to make medicine more palatable. And of course, we know about that. That's how soda fountains started. And uh, of course, some of those medicines that they called you know, to make more palatable They are not healthy choices. They were arsenic, cocaine, and strychnine. (laughs) So temperance activists pushed ice cream parlors as alternatives to saloons, and that accentuated the street, you know, ice cream's wholesome image. And in 1921, the Evening Missourian magazine urged readers 
to eat it daily by arguing that one quart contains the same amount of protein as half a dozen eggs or two pounds of beef steak. Now, I can't imagine we'd want to eat half a dozen eggs and two pounds of beef steak in a day or a full quart. But in any case, that's what it told you to do in 1921. And then by the 1990s, doctors told Americans to cut back on fat. And then we know that ice cream developed a bad rap. But today, even beyond the low-cal versions, uh, ice cream might be moving back into the category of treats that with moderation – Taste good, but don't have to make you feel bad. So research is beginning to suggest that dairy fat is better for you than we once thought. So that makes me happy because um, that means that there'll probably be more good ice cream coming up there. And I am a sucker for ice cream. Always have to have a little bit um, several times a week. I hope you do too. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about belly breathing and how this can really improve your health. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan, Star Style. Be the star you are is the show coming to you live on the Voice American Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. Be right back. You stay with us. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star. Change your world change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. At the beginning of every year, many of us write goals, but we write unreachable goals, and then we chastise ourselves because we can't or we didn't reach them. So here's a way to make any goal come true and set yourself up not for defeat, but for success. So no matter whether you want to get rid of boredom, lose weight, tone up, make money, embrace spirituality, discover your purpose, or empower others, just try these things. Number one, take action. Number two, show up. Number three, lean into it. Number four, start anywhere. Number five, keep busy. Number six, get out more. Number seven, ask for help. Number eight, shake more hands. Nine, give more hugs. And 10, don't stop. In other words, start visualizing, write it down, and start playing your work. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For information regarding coaching, call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Or visit CynthiaBryan.com. The star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376. 
376, Moraga, California, 94556. Be the star you are. Org. Dare to care. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We can all use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash empowerment and register for free. Try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, now we're going to go into some deep breathing. As an acting coach, I have been teaching breathing techniques for many, many years. And, of course, it's something that I always have to practice myself. And we call it belly breathing or watermelon breathing or baby breathing. And this simple technique lowers your blood pressure, it reduces muscle tension, and it promotes a feeling of greater well-being. And it doesn't matter what you might be dealing with, you always want to begin by doing some relaxed abdominal breathing. And that way is the way that we all breathed when we were babies. Now, if you ever look at a baby, if you look, especially at a a toddler, and I'm saying we talked about babies up until maybe about two and a half, three years old. Babies don't suck in their stomach. They walk around and they just have this belly sticking out. It, and that's why I call it often a watermelon belly because it just looks like their belly, you know, they've had too much beer or whatever. It could be a beer belly, but it is not a beer belly. And the reason of that is because they are breathing properly. Relaxed abdominal breathing is one of the most effective ways to quickly reduce stress and unleash the body's natural vitality. And by breathing this way, you calm down the sympathetic nervous system, and that is involved in the body's fight or flight response. You reduce blood levels of stress hormones. You increase the body's blood flow. You reduce a perception of pain. And you actually induce the body's relaxation response. And what that does is it results in a lower heart rate, lower blood pressure, uh, less muscle tension, and a feeling of greater well-being. And it also, if you are in, um, in the, I guess, the grasp of any kind of attack, like a, um, I just recently had a really severe allergic reaction to a over-the-counter Tylenol 
And what's interesting is when uh, I just did this really deep belly breathing, because I had broken out, it said on the box that very, you know, it's rare, but it happens that the symptoms of an allergy alert could include skin reddening and blisters and rash. Well, all of that happened to me within like 30 minutes of taking it. And it was very scary because my, you know, my heart started beating rapidly and I just felt like my whole nervous system was shutting down. And so I really went into this belly breathing and it was amazing how I was really able to relax my body until this allergic reaction went away. And because I didn't dare take anything else thinking that, you know, you take something else and it, it might trigger, an, you know, and some other effect. So if you are practicing breathing exercises but aren't really getting the benefits or you tried them before but quit, you may simply be doing them improperly. So let's talk about how we could do it properly. The first thing you want to do is to soften your body. Now, abdominal belly breathing doesn't require a determined effort. You simply draw in your breath into your lungs as fully and completely as possible, the way that babies do. And then you visualize your lungs as like two big balloons that expand and contract in the six different directions when they inhale. They go front to back, top to bottom, side to side, and then you release back on the exhale. So I like to to be on the floor, and I like to have my back to the floor and my head on the ground and my legs straight out and my arms at my side and make sure that I'm completely comfortable. However, you can also just sit there at your desk comfortably with one hand on your abdomen and the other one on your chest. And on an inhalation, you invite your breath to fill your lungs completely so that your belly rounds out into your hand. And I like to inhale through the nose, just really, really, really a big inhale through the nose. And then on the exhale, your belly very gently contracts and your hand will move in. And you continue this kind of belly breathing, this baby breathing, for several slow, deep breaths. And you observe that out in movement of your belly and while the hand on your chest is going to stay relatively still the hand that's on your stomach will go in and out with the inhales and the exhales so again I think it's best as an acting coach I have my students lie on the ground you can place a book on your belly and see if that works better for you with the inhalation and exhalation. Some people don't seem to find that their hand works as, as well, but you can put a book that works. So I think that the first step, before it, you know, until you get the hang of it, is to do it on the ground. So breathe slowly. People often mistakenly think that abdominal breathing involves gulping air, like taking big, swift inhalations, but that's absolutely wrong that's the contrary one of the most important aspects of abdominal breathing is that it's slow and deep slow and deep and you you may have to actually say that to yourself in your head you know in your mind is like inhale slowly exhale slowly inhale slowly exhale slowly and they're really slow breaths it's like 
and I exhale through my mouth very, very slowly. I'm doing it faster here on the radio because you can't see me. If it was television, you'd be able to see me. Right now, you, you can't really hear my breath. But why it's important, it's slowing your breathing is the key to calming your nervous system. And it increases the oxygen flow throughout your body. So uh, there are a lot of studies that have shown that, um, that your breathing will reduce uh, any kind of, like I was having this rash and this, you know, this heat. I just felt like I was on fire and it just really, really helped to get my breathing under control. So slow your breath and try counting slowly to five during each inhalation and then do five again during each exhalation. If possible, make your exhalations longer. So maybe go to 10, maybe go to 15 and just make it as slowly as possible. You'll probably have to build up to all of this, but once you're accustomed to the feeling of a relaxed abdominal breathing, you can try gradually extending your inhalations, extending your exhalations until it's twice as long as it used to be. And then I would suggest that your exhalations are uh, twice as long as your inhalations. So again, start by exhaling to a count of five, then work up to seven and to 10 and to 15, et cetera. And then by doing this, you're going to trigger another very deep-seated response. When you take longer to breathe out than in, it signals that your brain, all is well, and it amplifies that relaxation effect. So breathing through your nose. Now, if you have a chronic congestion or you have a nasal obstruction, of course, that might not be possible. But if you're able to breathe comfortably through your nose, it's going to help you control your breathing rate better because you're going to ensure that the air you breathe is optimally warmed, moistened, and filtered, all functions that the nose is designed to perform. So the breathing into your mouth doesn't do any of those things. So through the nose, it filters the air, it moistens it, and it warms it. Now, you also want to practice in a relaxing environment. You want to pick a calm, relaxing setting when you're first learning the technique. So choose a time when you don't have pressing concerns and you don't have deadlines. And select a place that's quiet, comfortable, and free of distractions. Then spend at least several minutes exploring the techniques that I've just outlined for you. And as you become more experienced with abdominal belly baby breathing, you can begin practicing it throughout the day. So whenever you are awake or you go to sleep or you have a stressful situation or you're in a traffic jam, you know, anytime you get upset, I have really found that although it's wonderful as an actor to be able to control your breath, it is imperative as a human being to control your breath, and it helps in all situations. You might want to employ a mantra. Once you become comfortable with your practice of inhalation and exhalation, you might enjoy adding a mantra that you can recite to yourself while breathing. And this is often more interesting and can even be more effective than counting because you can choose a mantra with meaning to you or one that reinforces a desired emotional state. You know, um, you could be like breathing in, I calm myself, breathing out, I smile. Or you know, like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home. Or it could just be a favorite 
phrase or something you make up like you know in energy out fatigue in peace out anger or in be the star you are out be the star you are you know um anyway begin by repeating your mantra silently and then while you're inhaling once and then once while exhaling and then play with extending that exhalation to cover two repetitions and uh, two repetitions of the mantra and then change it up any way you want so the thing is is to make it good for you well that's our show for today i want to encourage you once again to please help us with operation hurricane harvey and please go to be the star you are.org. a contribution of any amount is really really uh, not only appreciated, it is going to be welcomed so much. Every case of books that we ship costs us a minimum of $25. And, of course, books are expensive uh, as it is. And we have to do a lot of work to um, to facilitate all of this. So any kind of donation will be just great. Be the star you are.org. Well, thanks for being with us. I hope that you listen here every Wednesday live. 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are on the Voice America channel, the uh, Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And we invite you to listen to our teen show every Wednesday, every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific. And that's Express Yourself Teen Radio. And these kids really are great. And they have a lot of wonderful guests and a lot of topics that are interested, um, interesting and interesting to millennials especially so check that out expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about any coaching or to find out about me visit cynthiabryan.com my aim is always to encourage inspire inform amuse and motivate so cherish the past dream of the future and celebrate every moment of your life and until next week when we're here again together right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, and make a difference. And go to bethestarur.org and make a donation today. Thanks so much, and we'll talk next week. Until then, be good. The star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar, as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.